With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. So anytime I do one of these calls and I hear that thing, I swear to God, if nothing else, that's the, that, that guarantees I'm going to have a little bit of fun, you know, that day. So that day is, um, <laughs> it's silly. It's so silly. So uh, welcome to the, uh, Art of Qualifying Men uh, call. Uh, this is a uh, free call uh, to let people know, uh, let the ladies know about men so that you could actually uh, select the, uh, you know, the, the man of your choice, or at least you could at least, let me back that up. You won't be able to select the man of your choice. You'll be able to see the men who is in, in your space, who they really are, and if they, are they really good for you, rather than I really want him to be good for you, you know, because y'all are really good at, you know, I really want him to be this way, so what do I got to do to get him to be this way? No, you want to meet a guy that's already that way in the first place, so we're going to talk about that, okay? Um, today is February 19th. The call started a little bit after 5.30, and um, this call is being recorded so that people who uh, did not get to the call but want to listen to the call will be able to do that. Uh, I'm also going to say up front, no questions asked, that this is an introduction um, to a eight-week program called Qualifying Men. Yeah, it's eight weeks, eight phone calls, about 90 minutes apiece. I'll tell you more about it later, but I want you to know that there's so much to know about men. And I think you all already have a sense of it, but I want you to know there's so much to know about men that uh, it's going to take a while. It's not going to be like, you know, um, um, uh, you know a five-minute call. And I think you all already know that because you all – most women have been working on that since they've been five years old, while us guys, we didn't figure out relationships until we were 15. Oh, we saw your hips start to spread. And we're like, oh, there's a girl. Wow. So, you know, we're slow. Forgive us. I'm, I'm, on behalf of all men, I'm apologizing for our slowness in understanding relationships. And uh, <laughs> with that, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. I, I believe everybody on the call right now does know who I am, but just in case, I just want to, you know, give a slight introduction. Um, my name is Tony Veer. I am um, known as the love coach. I've been doing relationships uh, intensely since 2008. Um, I have been in the personal development world since 1999. Um, I have I've been a writer. I, excuse me. I am a writer, a, a coach, a program creator, and um, uh, it just basically my purpose in life is to. Uh, leave people better than I found them, to have love as a state of mind and a way of life present for humanity. And um, one of the skill sets that I do have, which I'm honored and proud to have because I know this is rare, is gender language translation. So in other words, what that means is um, I can speak male to female to women, I can speak female to men, so that when they end up in a conversation, everybody understands each other, which I know y'all ladies pretty pretty much figure that don't happen that often. So, um, you know, there's lots of other things that I'll I'll bring up, but um, basically today is about an opportunity to share with you how to recognize men on site and what comes out of their mouth, 
um, and it is my pleasure to do so. Um, before I get started, I want to know if anybody has any questions, uh, concerns, or just anything they want to say before we get started. Okay, silence is fine. All right, so now I'm just going to go straight into it. So, um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed over the years is that, you know, when a man goes on a date, whenever I was on a date, I'm looking in this woman's eyes, and she's over there looking at if he the guy. <laughs> you know? And it feels like it's supposed – I'm thinking it's supposed to be a date, right, where we're supposed to go out and enjoy each other. As a matter of fact, I have a friend named Allison – she defines dating as uh, having social, enjoyable social interactions uh, with a member of the opposite sex or, um, you know, in case there's gay and lesbian, really the object of your desire, right, the possible object of your desire. But it's funny, when I go out on a date, I usually feel like I have to prove myself uh, to the woman in front of me uh, for her to like me uh, more and want to go out on the second date with me. And so does, does anybody have that experience themselves where you're looking at this guy because you don't know who he is and you want to make sure he's the right kind of guy or you like him? Does anybody have that experience um, uh, on the court? Yep. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does anybody, like, not have that experience where they're like, nah, I don't care about that. I just want to have fun. Is anybody that actually, you know, when they go on a date, they're actually thinking from that? Please don't uh, sometimes. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I went on one date uh, a month after uh, a breakup, and I'm like, oh, I don't care. I don't want to just sit at home. Let mm. me see and uh, take a distraction. So I'm like, okay, as long as he's not creepy, I don't care. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, I totally get that one, man. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, I know that they say that men are hunters, you know, they hunt for stuff, and then, you know, women are shoppers. Y'all go shopping all over the place. So what I discovered is that women shop until it comes to relationships, and then y'all hunt. And men hunt for everything until relationship, and then they shop. And it's like, why do these guys don't care? Why are these so, you know, why are they so, like, noncommittal and taking it so lightly? I mean, ain't it important in all of this stuff? So I, I watch this. I hear these conversations. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, so I apologize for the mix-up, even though there's a purpose for it. Um, uh, and, you know, I'll get into that purpose uh, down the road. But in the meantime, uh, what I have as a question for you is uh, anybody and everybody, please, if you can, you know, offer, you know, an answer to this question here. So what do you do? What, what's your measure, your metric for qualifying men? Like, what do you say that he's got, a, like, your, your checklist? What's your checklist to figure out if this guy is, you know, the guy for you or not? Anybody can share, please. Well, I think number one, he, he should pay for dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. And he should, be, he should be a rock, like an emotional rock. What do you mean by that? What I mean is, like, if women get upset, that he can um, say he, he listens and understands. For me, that's, like, really important. Mm. Okay. Okay. Awesome. But I, I, it's really rare, actually. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you. <laughs> then, and I'll tell you why a little later. But I agree with you. Go ahead. Anything else? Um, he has to 
pay attention and impress me. Mm. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then... Uh, what was your question? Was it like, how do we qualify this is the one, or how do we qualify for, could we go on a next date with him? Well, you get to say, <laughs> you know, it could be either one, whatever is important to you, you know? So uh, you get to say. Yeah. Well, um, definitely be impressing and paying attention. Those apply for both going on a next date and also qualifying if he's the one. And okay. also more stuff, like I'm thinking. Others okay. could chip in. All right. Oh, so, so you know, since you're, you're talking, um, I'm wondering if you've ever been conscious of your checklist. Like you ever actually sat down and wrote out your checklist and thought about it and tested it over time to see if it works or not. Have you ever uh, done that? No, I haven't. This okay. I'm telling based on my experience, based okay. on what I learned over the years. Yes. Okay, got it. So has has any lady ever like sat down and uh, thought about your your you know requirements and actually wrote them out and then tested them against experience? Anybody ever done that? Yes, I have. Awesome. So, so what what did you come up with as a list? I'd love to hear it. Well, um, I I was more global instead of specific, but it was more like, uh, you know, what I'm looking for in a man, and it was a long list. Then I found out the list was probably <laughs> too long, so then I I edited it down to most important things. Yes. Um, that was one really good thing I found out was I was like too picky, and then um. And now what you're talking about are, like, specific things, kind of, um, but I, I really didn't get specific. Because mm. for me, actually, there has to be an attraction, and then mm. there has to be love present. Mm. I can't, I can't mm. just, just be in a relationship just for fun. I mean, but I don't know if we're talking dating or relationship, but why? But I don't really like dating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the first time I ever heard that. Uh, <laughs> I totally got so, that. Yeah. So for us, it's like got to be a relationship, and it's like if it is, if it isn't, I'm not interested. And yeah. if it is a relationship, then love needs to be present, and then all the other things are forgivable, pretty much, as long as yeah. it keeps coming back. Wow, that's pretty good. So I'd love to hear your um, um, oh, what did you call it? Overall list? Your um, you you, you had a specific name for it. Yeah, I'm more of a, I, I called it global. I have a global list. Global. Yeah, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to hear about that, that global list, you know. I mean, uh, can, can you share a couple of things about that global list? You know, there's, lady, there's, ladies on the, there's ladies on the call that would probably want to hear from you, you know. Okay, but I mean, yeah. it's different for everyone, right, with their, yeah. what, what works for them. But for me, right. uh, I wrote it down. Let me yeah, see if I have it. it. Let me let me make sure I understand this correctly. You actually you actually have the paper somewhere like handy. Yeah, I I wrote that's, it down recently. That's totally amazing. <laughs> I've never I've never had the pleasure of a woman really like having her list handy. Oh my god, thank um, you. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I know. Since I can find it is another story. Well, the fact uh, that you have it is great, but you probably remember a few things. So let, let me hear it. Uh oh. Can you hear that? 
I do hear that. I'm wondering who the heck that is that dropped off. Because um, I'm looking at my thing here. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish I knew who it was so I could mute them. Um, well, I can mute me. Okay. <laughs> I mute me as well. Oh, I'm not going to mute anybody. I'm going to identify that deep in a minute. Honey, do you want us to call back in? Um, no. What this is, um, I'm going to I'm going to try to mute everybody. Okay. And uh, until I find the one that is just the one that needs to get muted. Ah, there we go. All right, so whoever's in New York, they're the ones that uh, got dropped. So I've got New York on mute, and they'll they'll either call back in or something. So, all right, good. Um, Thank God for computers and smartphones. So, uh, your list? Okay, so what I have is um, strong, loving, vulnerable, sexy, direct eye contact, good toucher, adventurous, fun, available, interested, Uh willing, generous, good listener, um, caring, dependable partner, and a treasure. Um, then I would add to that, you know, financially stable and smart, and um, you know, and then and then then there also has to be the whole chemistry aspect. Uh huh. Okay. You know, so um, so in my program, the eight week program. Uh, qualifying men. It is uh, what you just got finished describing is not a qualifier list. It's really um, your must-have list. Okay. These are things. These are things that you must have because you know if you don't have them, the relationship's not going to work. It's not even. And and how I'm hearing you share it, it's, it's not even like you'd be mad if he didn't have it. You just need to have it because it's like putting gas in a car, and you know you won't even take it personal or, or make it personal about him. Is is that pretty accurate about this list that you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really, I can hear it because it's different from what I normally see women do when they're qualifying. So I'm going to actually go into that right this minute. Okay. Um, so, um, so, man, that was generous. I, I, I'm, you're way ahead of the game here. Um, <laughs> so what I find usually women do to qualify is it's like women have two lists. Um, they got a primary list. This is the list that every woman says yes to. And then there's a list that's like secondary, and you said a couple of secondary things on your list as well as your primaries. But um, when when a woman is interested in a guy, what normally happens is um, if he has at least three of the things on this list I'm about to say, they're like, I got to get this guy. So, um and he's strong, you know, he's physically, mentally, like, tough, some kind of strongness about him. Uh, chemistry, confidence, he's a really confident, clear, certain guy. Um, he's got resources, like he pays for dinner, you know. Uh, <laughs> but he's got more than just do- does that. He's uh, trustworthy, or at least he occurs to be trustworthy. Uh, he provides safety and security, or he at least makes you feel safe in his presence. A lot of the time, his strength will make you feel that way. Uh, he's funny and humorous, and he's a good communicator. 
which means, you know, it could be that he's a good listener but not a good talker. It could be he's a good talker, not a good listener, but some form of good communication. I haven't met a woman yet that didn't want all of that. Is anybody that heard that list that's saying there's something on that list? Like, I don't care about that. Anybody? Me. Yeah. You? Mm-hmm. Which one is, what's what on that list that you don't you don't you you don't really need? What what's on that list? Can we read it again? Oh, your list? Yeah, the list I just put here. I just the list I just said. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh no, everything, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, everything that's on that list, yeah. <laughs> it's not a woman on the planet that don't want everything on that list. He needs to be strong. They need to be great chemistry. He needs to be confident. He needs to have resources. He needs to be trustworthy. He needs to make her feel safe and secure. He needs to be funny, somehow funny, whether he tells jokes or he just does silly stuff, and he needs to be a good communicator. Every single woman on the planet was that. And what was funny or interesting is that if a woman has at least three of these, including chemistry, she's going to try to stay with him and fix him to make herself happy because, you know, I can bring, I can, I can, I can help him be better, you know, and like that, right? And that's the trap because um, there's so many things you can't tell about a guy from that list. Now, here's the secondary list because this is a list that, a lot of women want, but they don't all want the same things. Like, they're flexible around this list, but it's a highly desired list as well. Uh, so the first one, I call it a primary list. The second, I call it a secondary list. So the secondary list is that he's romantic, he's intelligent, he's great at something, he's passionate, he's attractive, meaning handsome versus, you know, chemistry-like feel, right? And then he's fit and in shape. Yeah, you know, and I've seen women that does that. That's not important to fit and shape. There's women that's so practical they don't really care if he's romantic or not. You know, there's women that like they'd rather him be a doer than a than a brainiac. So intelligence is not that critical. You know, great is something you may not even think of it. But you know, all women want some of those, but it's like on the secondary list. And um, you know, so what'll happen? What I've observed over and over again, which drives women crazy, is they have a couple of these qualities and then they try to hang in there, be committed and try to help him be as perfect for her as she wants. And it's tough because I'm going to give you all some bad news. <clears throat> men don't, men don't change. They evolve. So men become better and greater at what they're already capable of, but they don't really change much. Like if they get new information, they will be like, oh, that means I could take this information over here and grow and expand. But they don't even think of the words grow and expand because men don't change much. Y'all probably already noticed that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't change. You keep doing the same thing over again. It's because men don't change. So stop trying to change them <laughs> because they will grow and evolve. They will not change because they figured mm-hmm. out who they are a long time ago. We spend a lot of our time trying to be good at stuff. Because we know if we ain't good at stuff, nobody's going to care about us. So, Tony, uh, uh, quick question. Yes. So, what's the difference if you are saying they don't change, but they evolve? Evolution is also a kind of change. Well, um, yeah, but but let's say a guy is a sloppy guy. Mhm. You could change him. You could try to change him into being 
um, a neat guy, uh-huh. but that's probably not going to work. That's probably not going to happen. Now, if mm-hmm. you could, if you could um, somehow either inspire him to want to be neat, he will mm-hmm. possibly do it. he will possibly do it to satisfy you. But if mm-hmm. he was alone by himself, he won't be a neat guy. He'll go back to being the guy he was that you didn't really like. That's he will interesting. Um, sorry, I want to add something. Go ahead. That's interesting because I act like that at times. I'm not <laughs> a guy. I'm not a guy. I do things for because, okay, just get off my back. I'll do this for you. But uh, I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. I might do whatever... I want to do, so I'm, like, confused. I have some kind of guy behavior inside me, I think. <laughs> yes, yes, and there are guys that have, you know, plenty of girl behaviors, and, yeah, so we all have a mixture of it, you know, mostly it's probably more like 70, 30, the gender that you already are, 80, 20, the gender that you are, you know, very rarely is it, like, 50, 50. It just, it just the, the hormones in our body won't allow us to be quite that, um, balanced in terms of our gender. Um, and then, of course, we could select and try to be um, someone who creates that kind of gender uh, difference where, you know, want to be, you know, tough for, or for a woman or want to be more sensitive as a guy. But um, <laughs> what's funny is that, um, what was I going to say? Um, I got a photo of Marilyn Monroe. It's a quote. She says, women who try to be as good as men lack ambition. <laughs> So just be you, you know what I mean? Honor the creative desire design for you. So now, um, um, so, yes, yeah, so to, to go a little deeper in what you just got finished saying uh, mm-hmm. is that um, if a man feels like he's winning with you, he will try more things to win with you. But if he constantly feels like he's not winning, he will shut down, and he won't even do the stuff that you that he could do that he that you may want him to do because you already think he's a loser, and so why bother? But and what if that's his issue and not you know because I I get I um I've experienced that where the person says it just seems like um I'm not making you happy, and so I share that that's not your job you know I mean I know that's where men men that's that's what that what drives them to make a woman happy. But that's really not his job, it's, especially if you're not really being a jerk. You're doing, you know, I'm not, and there's no complaint. So if there's no complaint, if I'm not like, oh, this isn't right, that's not right, you didn't do this right, then that's that's coming from over there with you, not me. So I'm about to give you something to help you with that. <clears throat> you see, when a man says he's not making you happy, what he's saying is he's failing to make you happy. It's that the emphasis is not on the happy. The emphasis is on the fail. Mm -hmm. Does that communicate? Yeah, absolutely. Again, though, but that has nothing to do with me. That's maybe his insecurities or... But if I'm not complaining... If I'm not complaining, yeah. if I'm not, like, nagging and saying, oh, you don't make me happy, you're not, that's maybe insecurity or, you know, some type of rejection issue with you, not me. This is beautiful, beautiful. Here's why 
gender differences is about 90% of relationship problems right here, this conversation right here. So imagine you're with a man, and he hears you telling him you feel uncomfortable and you're worried, and he keeps saying, well, that's your issue. That ain't mine. You got to grow up and learn how to be more secure and strong with yourself. How are you going to feel about that? But it's not okay. I got that. But what if he says to me, "I feel like I'm not making you happy." There is nothing for me to do. You if don't I understand. Am already, if I am already happy. But see, you don't understand what he's trying to say, and I'm gonna help you with this. This is great. This is perfect, perfect, perfect. Because this is a part of how to qualify men. Because if you know how to make a man happy yourself then, you know, you could actually be successful in a relationship. So there's a couple of things that's coming on here. Oh, so he's saying that I'm not – he's really saying he's not happy. Is that what you're saying? He's not happy because he don't know how to make you happy. Okay. So, like, if he does – so there's a, there's a saying that I have. There's a saying I have. Receiving is giving to the giver. So if you happily receive whatever his efforts are – he's going to start feeling happy because you're receiving his stuff. If you don't care about his stuff, then you're telling him you don't care about him because unlike women who need to feel safe and secure, men need to have success. Men need to feel successful. And so if you can't receive what he's giving you, you're telling him he's worthless. Though you're not saying that, that's how he's hearing it because that's what a man is programmed to be like. So you have to, if you want him to be happy, you have to accept his gifts. So, like, let me give you an example, right? So, you know, you're, you're, you're better at cooking than he is, but he wants to cook, right? Let him mm-hmm. cook. Let him cook. <laughs> Let him. You know why? Because then you, got, you can do something else. <laughs> Use the time wisely. Let him teach himself how to cook, and then eventually he'll be like, damn, you cook better than me. Can you show me? That happens. Because men want to be successful. When we're three years old, we want to throw a baseball. We want to catch a football. We want to know how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember one time. I remember one time I was walking through uh, Canarsie Park uh, projects in, in Brooklyn, and I saw this girl. She 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 must have been between. She must have been around three. And she's walking. and She's got her hands all the way over her head, fully stretched out, holding onto the handlebars of a baby carriage with a doll in it. There's not a boy on the planet that would ever be pretending to be a parent at three years old. It's none. It don't exist. They're over there playing sports because they're trying to get good at stuff because they know the world depends on them being able to accomplish stuff, to be able to go in the ground and dig up diamonds because it's hard work that to actually do that kind of stuff, to build buildings, in the, you know, to build cars and to do this physical stuff that we all depend on and we take for granted. Because if we ain't doing it, it ain't getting done. And so, and it's in our hearts. It's like it's wiring. It's our DNA to be successful, to, to be able to accomplish it, to be able to take care of, of the rest of the planet, the rest of us, the rest of y'all. And so if you don't understand his need for success the same way you need to feel safe and secure, it's exactly the same amount. It's just a different world. If you don't understand that, then you're not going to be able to help him feel special because you think he's special. The greatest thing a woman can do with a man is to look at him like she can't believe he even exists. He's so amazing. You don't have to say a word. Y'all have this way of looking at a guy. 
that when you look at him, you can't even speak. You're so amazed. We get it, and we are proud. And it feels hmm. like it feels like we just won the Super Bowl, and we're at the head of the ticket tape parade. That's what it feels like when y'all look at us like we're special. You don't have to say hmm. a word. We get it. So we did something. You. Yeah, like yeah. Can I ahead. just let me just and thank you for saying that because. I think that that is what my problem is because I've been disappointed. I've been disappointed and let down, and I think that is what my facial expression exudes and my energy, even if I don't know the guy. That, you know, and so it's like, because I think I have a mean expression, and it's and it's from the past, which I obviously haven't given up. <laughs> but uh, I got that, and I don't. I don't know how to do that. That's thank you, Tony. I got it. Well, so far. You, so the, the deal. The deal is that you can't do it. It does you. That's why we love it so much. You can't fake that. There's no fake in that. You can smile, but your eyes don't shine. Right. You don't even know. You don't even know when your eyes are shining. You're just mm-hmm. so amazed. That your eyes shine, but your girlfriend's looking at you will see it. <laughs> and everyone else around you can see it, but you can't see it in your own self, which is why it's so special, because you can't fake it. You don't even know what it looks like to try and fake it. Mm-hmm. And we get, we get it. You don't got to say a word. We see you look at us like that. We ready to we ready to do the next thing. It's like a it's like a five year old kid who brings the apple to the teacher, and the teacher says, "Yay, thank you." You know what he wants to do, right? You know what he wants to do, right? What does he want to do? Bring another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're born to do. That's our wiring. And so mm. if you don't give us an opportunity to, to do something for you, even if you can do it yourself, receiving is giving acknowledgement and thanks to the giver. So you want to be somebody who's generous at receiving. Because mm. if you can be generous at receiving, you will inspire him to give you more, to extend himself. He won't have any choice. He'll be, he'll be too enrolled. He'll be too enrolled in, in 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 doing for you to be worried about what's not working. He'll be he'll be dancing on the way to the subway. You kidding? Please. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because. He's you letting him make a difference. It's like you, it's like you trying to give your kids something and they keep telling you no. You be crying because how do I get through to my son, my daughter? You know, if you're coaching somebody and they're not paying you attention, they're throwing you under the bus and you're their coach. My coach sucks. You're gonna be like upset and hurt, and that's what that's what it's like for men. Mm. So wow. if you got this check, if you got this checklist and you say, well, he don't succeed, he's not good here. You just killed him off. And he can see it in your eyes. You ain't got to say nothing. He can see it in your eyes. He may try. He may try to deny it, but he can see it. He can't hide that. Mm-hmm. But, By the I way, mean, this, yeah, good, good. In, that, in that situation where you're disappointed or, or not um, happy with something, is it better to bring the conversation or bring that into the conversation or just, like, let it go? Well, like, you you know well, it's I, you're 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 dating this guy, it's a year two years he gives you a BMW and you're like fucking one of the Rolls Royce what the hell you know and you're like 
pissed off, but he just got you a BMW. So he's thinking this is like what she wants and it could just be a translation thing. Like I was giving you hints and you weren't getting the hints. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's brilliant about the hint thing. So let me, let me, let me tell you all the ladies a little something that you don't know, which is that um, <laughs> y'all notice that men love playing games. Like every man loves playing some kind of game. Even if they just play themselves videos, right? You mm-hmm. notice that? Yeah. Guess why? Guess why we love playing games? It's because you love winning. Uh, one at a time. How <laughs> uh, you love to win? Yes. You like to get to the next level. Yes. You want to feel worthy that yes, I I got to this far and and something. Yes. You want to? I'm thinking you want to test us. You want to make sure oh, well, we're still there. Well, the thing, the thing that y'all don't, the thing that you would never think. So I want you to really get that the way men think is unthinkable for women, and the <laughs> way that women think is unthinkable for men. We could never come up with the conclusions that y'all come up with, and y'all could <laughs> never come up with the conclusions that we come up with. So if you could own, I don't, I don't know what conclusion he could possibly come up with that made say made that okay for him, <laughs> right? So here's the conclusion that you could never come up with as a woman unless a man told you this. You just, you, I could ask you this for 14 years, you probably won't come up with it. The reason, one of the main reasons why men love playing games is we know the rules up front, what it's going to take to win. We don't have to guess. Knowing the rules, we can get better at the game because we know what it's going to take to win the game ahead of time which is the exact opposite of how we have to deal with y'all because we don't know the rules. We don't know what y'all <laughs> thinking. We don't know nothing about nothing about y'all. And y'all ain't saying. We know we're playing basketball. We can't step out of bounds. We got 10 seconds to get the ball to half, go, half court or whatever the game is. We know the rules. So we can play inside the rules and become masterful inside those rules. Y'all don't give us no rules. So we don't know how to win. And then we try, and when we fail, we shake our head, hang our head in shame, and hope we run across somebody who thinks we're magic. And that's how it works for us. So you're suggesting that we tell our men how to win the game? Yes, but you have to learn. How, you have to learn how to, to tell your man how to win the game. Just because okay. you, you also got to be true to yourself, right? So mm-hmm. you know, I'll give you I'll give you a couple of examples in my own personal life. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for about a five-year period, I did not have a mustache. You know, mm-hmm. we did this program in 2004, and I, you know, they made me shave my mustache off for this exercise, right? And I was freaking, 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 freaking. But I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. Okay, fine. So I kept it off for a long time. I started dating this woman five years later, and she said, <clears throat> uh, you know, I like mustaches. And then she didn't say nothing else. She looked at me, right? That was it, right? A couple of weeks later, she says, did I tell you I like mustaches? And she looked at me, and she smiled, you know, like that, right? And then about two or three weeks later, she said, you know, I really, really like mustaches. Doink. <laughs> I finally got hit. I went and got mustache. Second time, somebody said to me, yo, man, that, that mustache, you got that, you know, got gave you a little of that Clark Gable flavor. I've been having a mustache back on ever since, you know. So she didn't tell me I better get a mustache. She didn't tell me, I'm going to leave you if you don't get a mustache. She just kept saying it until I got it, and she was patient and generous. She wasn't making me wrong for not having it. She was telling me how much better I would be if I had it without saying that directly. So she was telling me how to win. 
Hmm. You know, but I, some, I but, yeah, but yeah. Tony, some some men don't. And this is what when you were asking the women what they what their list was. One thing that's on my list is communication. And some men, well, a lot of men don't communicate the way that I do. That's yeah. right. They don't have the. They don't know the diff. They make up. You know. I mean, nothing wrong. But you know, their stories and they make their assumptions. And well, when you said this. It was as if you were saying, you know, no, I said this, and that's what I said. You know, so you have to get, yeah. it's like all of that stuff, you know, to try to, to get to communicate the way that, not that I communicate perfectly, but. I get you. I hear like that. I, you know, and so then it's like, oh, you need to do some work. So, but, <laughs> but, then, so you know, but then, no, you don't need to do anything. But, but you know, it's like. uh so if I so if I say you know it would be great if you did such and such, if that person doesn't know the difference between you know different things and distinctions, they'll make an assumption and say, oh well you must you're saying that I'm not doing this because of the way they hear it because of how they communicate. And That's I could right. be saying it. I could be saying it in the most powerful you know creating them to be this powerful exciting person. But they may not hear it that way because there's all the stuff there. Mm. I'm on so, board with you there. So, um, one of the one of the great things about the eight week program is that we address that kind of thing. Here's what I mean by that. So, one of the things that you need to know how to be able to do it on a powerfully and accurately qualified man to understand who you're really dealing with is to be able to distinguish whether he's mature or not. Hmm. I got a 10-point checklist in session six that's about how do you determine whether the guy is, you know, mature enough for you to be in it. And he got a or emotionally, emotionally, uh, you know, grounded or, or emotionally in tune. I think that's a major issue. And, Yes. For someone who has, you know, a history of any psychological uh, disturbances, you know, they, they, their context, the way they see the world is very different from, uh, you know, everyone yep. else. And, and there's nothing wrong with having that context, but just knowing that it's there is like the first start of awareness. And um, if you can't communicate because they have you know, how they see the world, um, mm. then it just doesn't work and it, it just, it's like impossible. So um, my issue is really that um, if one has not done any personal um, or professional growth and development training, um, yeah. it's very difficult to communicate because of the way they have their filters and um yeah and then just on top of that as far as communication goes i think um i want to be heard as the person who is taking things on in life and when i'm sharing about what's happening in my life i don't want it to be heard as a complaint i'm not complaining <laughs> I'm just stating that this is what's happening. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, I can't handle it or I can't do this. I'm just saying this is what's so. 
And so if somebody hears that and as a complaint, then, you know, I can't alter that. And um, I can't, uh, it's just difficult to, to communicate with somebody who doesn't know about their filters. Got it. So in uh, session four, sessions four and five is all about uh, what I call the top 20 differences between men and women. Mm. It's a list of different things at different aspects of the relationship where the way you think and the way he thinks is completely different and how you could actually see and interact with each other better. Like a lot of the program that's going to be doing, and I'm going to I'm going to address that really quickly. But I just want to like really stress it because I spent a lot of time talking about how you think differently than he does. Because without that, the way men think is unthinkable for women, and the way women think is unthinkable for men. We can't even imagine what it's like to be walking around worried about our safety and security. We don't we don't know it's like that when we don't get the disease. We're the carry. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I hear what you're saying. You're over there trying to let him know that I don't need any support right this minute. I just need to be listened to. Or I'm not trying to make you wrong. I'm just telling you what I want. Or whatever, right? So I totally get that. And really being able to figure out who men are and see men as they are rather than how you want them to be or how you think that they are or whatever past experiences you are, you'll get a chance to dissolve all of those experiences all of that stuff in the way um, because of that. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, um, so let me go back to, you know, the, the stress that you were talking about, right, around, um, you know, trying to say something, he's not getting it. So one of the things that would happen is if you're dealing with a man who is loving, like truly is present to being loving, then you know, yeah, it'd be better off if he has personal development work, but if he's truly loving, he already has done some personal development work to become someone who actually is loving. And so a man like that would actually remember what he's committed to, and you may have to teach him how to catch on, but he will because he's committed to being loving. You know what I mean? But how do you determine a guy like that? How do you recognize that that guy is that guy or not is, you know, part of the process. All right, um, you know, I, I remember there's a time when I was thinking, man, I really want to be with somebody who's got personal development training. That ain't a guarantee of nothing. <laughs> that just means that they, they did the communication course or they did, you know, the advanced course or they did whatever course whatever company has there, the millionaire minor test. It's like, yeah, all right, they did that. Now what? It's not a guarantee. And so what there is for you to do is to find, be able to determine who's great for you versus who's great generally. And mm-hmm. to be able to and be able to also to train and to train and enlighten them in how to deal with you because you know whether or not you got somebody who's willing to play the game with you. If they're not willing yeah, to play and, the game and I just want to interrupt you there. That's another good point is when you talk about how men need to feel like, you know, they're winning the game and this, that, the other it's very important to have a man who just says whatever is there for them. Like, hey Listen, you're doing this or that, and it's making me feel like this. You know, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to work so hard to figure out what's going on in your head and how I should alter my behavior or communication. You know, just like putting it out there is communication. Saying what's on your mind, speaking freely, like that's the kind of communication that excites me, and and I actually appreciate that. I don't want to have things that are 
swept under the rug or something bothers you and you don't say it or, you know, that's like passive aggressive and it's ineffective and that um, it just doesn't work for me. Got it. I agree totally. Totally got it. So I'm going to tell you in a minute um, what men's qualifying list is. Men are unconscious of the fact that they have a list that they qualify women on, but they have one nevertheless because it's built into our DNA and we respond to it. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. But before then, I'm going to, just, I'm going to tell you about um, the uh, eight-week qualifying men program. So, because, you know, there's an opportunity for you to do it if you want. If not, that's fine. You'll have this call. I'm going to, again, record it. And since you know the number, um, I want you to inbox me. And what I will do is I will um, put this in Dropbox, and then I will email you an invite so you can listen to it again. This is, you know, it's educational, and I'm hoping that you walk away from this call with some really rock-solid information for yourself. I think somebody already had a breakthrough around here. So, um the qualifying men uh, seminar is uh, over the phone. It'll be on Thursdays at the same time, so you don't got to like twist your, your uh, schedule around. Um, it is uh, the calls are going to be ninety minutes. They will be recorded. Um, what I'll be talking about is things like um, uh, the top twenty differences between men and women. I'll be talking about what's it like um, uh, being a man. Uh, we'll look at the top things that women bring to relationships and the top things that men bring to relationships. And y'all are going to find out just how much power y'all really have. Y'all, I, I love women so much, it's, it's amazing. Because you, you, the thing is, y'all just don't know how much power you actually have. And it's not in the area of force. It's in the area of influence. Y'all are magical enchanters. Y'all are sorcerers. You're not tough. Don't try to lift weights you know, do squats and be a yeller and a screamer and uh, independent. That don't work. What works is enrolling men to want to to want to take care of you. That works. You really want to be taken care of anyhow. Just give them more reasons to want to do it. But we talk about how you can do that, how you can make that kind of a difference. And what's it like being in the space of that for a man? It's, so, you know, to give you more about that, <laughs> a brick wall, you can't push through a brick wall, but you can certainly have smoke go through it. You know, right? And so y'all are more like smoke. Y'all are not actually smoke. Y'all are like perfume. We got, <laughs> we got no defense against that. We don't. So just keep being soft and learn how to master your softness. And there's not a man on the planet that won't just wilt and, and actually try to be at your level, try to be the softness unless they need to protect you. Then they harden up. And then it, it's like, it's like the, uh, what do you call it, the lion that had the paw? I, had, uh, the, I forget what the name of that, that story was, but... Um, you know, there was a line, he had a, a thorn in his hand, and then the kid pulled it out, and then the line protected everybody, protected him from everything else. Like, that's the guy that you'd have. You just take the, you know, that, that's, that's your power. That other thing, that being independent, that straw, that stuff, it's kind of cute and everything, but it's not, it's, not, it's not enchanting. It's not that. So, um, you know, I talk about relationship standards, the type of ways that you would need to be in a relationship to make it work, the type of things that, that, that he need to be to make it work, how to determine if a man is mature or not, how to determine uh, whether you, he's capable of fitting himself into your life and vice versa. Um, you know, it's just, it's just so much. And then, by the way, I love learning. So y'all might bring up something I ain't never heard before. You'll make me go to work. <laughs> and I'll just come up with something else. But the main thing, the main outcome I, I'm, you would get out of this is being able to hear and speak his language 
even though he won't be able to necessarily speak yours. And what will happen is you'll just fall in love with all men. And, mm-hmm. you know, then, then you'll be able to choose which one is uh, the one for you. And you'll be asking to see who they really are rather than, well, I really want him to be like this. And how come he's not like that? No, you'll be able to see who he is, like for real. So uh, what that looks like is it's going to start next week, the same time, Thursday. And uh, I do have a price. The price is three ninety seven. Uh, if you're not happy by the end of the second session, I will refund you your money. Uh, you will get the calls recorded, so the whole eight sessions is recorded, and it's, and it's your session. I'm really going to be hoping that you ladies talk amongst yourselves during the week. You will have assignments. I will be available to you, so if you want to call me and say, hey, Tony, blah, 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 you know, I, I don't have any problem. I'm yours for the eight weeks that we're doing this. If there's a holiday that comes around or something, I'm flexible with changing stuff around. Um, you know, time-wise, scheduling-wise, and things of that nature. But really, the calls will be recorded, so you'll have it. And by the way, the reason why I record them is so you can hear them six months from now because you'll be in a different space six months from now than you are today. And um, and then, you know, how you pay is PayPal. Uh, that's what it got set up right this minute. And, uh, you know, I'll just tell you right this minute what that, what that is. Um, um, it is uh, PVWH1005 at Yahoo. Um, that's the, my official name is Philip. So it stands for Phil Veer Works Hard, <laughs> PVWH. And then uh, the 1005 is I used to have a store in 1999 and 2000 in uh, Bayonne, New Jersey. The address was 1005 uh, uh, Broadway in Bayonne. So it is the, the email is Phil Veer Works Hard at his store. That's what they really mean. So PVWH1005 is my Yahoo, uh, uh, e, uh, what do you call it, uh, PayPal account. Um, and uh, I'm open. Uh, by the way, my number, so you can speak to me directly. I think everybody on the call has it, but in case you don't, it's 347-409-3500 in case you have any questions about it. Um, I promise to blow your mind or, you know, I'll just keep still working. If, if after the second session you still haven't had your mind blown, which I can't see how that's going to happen because, you know, you've you got a sense of it on this call right now, then um, what will happen is I'll just keep working with you until you get it, man. I mean, you know, I don't see how it's not going to happen because my joy is to have you be happy with men and have you happy in your relationships. So, um, you know, I'm just going to leave it right there. And then um, anybody have any questions because I want to I want to address the how do you get through the guys situation there and how men qualify for women. Um, Tony, I have one question. Yes. I am out on vacation next week and um, I cannot be on the call. Are you going to do more series after this eight weeks or how do I know or can I hear the recordings or what, what are the options? Well, the options is if you can't be on the first call, that's fine. It's like I don't have ground rules where if you miss the first session, you won't be able to do the call. And, again, mm-hmm. the call will be recorded so you can listen to it. So as long as you listen to the first session before you hit the second session, you should be fine. Yeah, I got it. All right? So, I mean, it's going to be eight sessions and it's going to be recorded. And you won't, the only thing is you won't be able to ask questions that would make a difference for you, but you can ask me those questions after you listen to the call before the next call. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like, like. So, just to let you know, my intention is to obsolete 
me around you trying to figure out guys. Like, my intention is that when you finish these eight weeks, you ain't got, you know, you want, you're not going to know guys inside out. It's not possible. But what will happen is you won't be worried about whether you can figure out guys. Because most of them you'll be able to see right through them by the end of the mm-hmm. call, in most cases. Okay. You won't be able to predict what they're going to do, but you will be able to see through them, and you'll have a pretty good sense of who you're dealing with and how long and all of that other stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. And you'll be able to appreciate them more, even even the guys that you're not attracted to or don't work for you. You'll actually be able to appreciate them more, and you might even say, hey, you know, I got a friend that's good for you. I, you ain't good for me, but I got a friend who is, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you'll have a new relationship to the man that you may have never heard before because of that. Um, as a matter of fact, um, um, is anybody on this call? I think is anybody that's actually done this this program for on this call? Uh, um, Wendy, I think Wendy, you still there? Hello, I'm uh, still here. Okay, all right, so that's fine. I I, I think I had one person that that was like considering doing it again, and, and if she had something to say, I was going to ask her to say something. But, all right, no problem. So now, um, uh, is anybody like actually? Without saying your name, actually interested in like doing this this program for eight weeks? Yes, yeah. I am, but I'll let you know. I'm I'm considering. Okay, all right. So it's like sounds like two or three. Okay, that's fine. All right, good. So, um, hello. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought somebody was saying something. I was I was going to say you said it was eight weeks and it was three forty nine or eight weeks. Yeah, three well, three ninety seven, but yeah, it's uh, Oh, it I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. It is Okay, eight. gotcha. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah. So um yeah, it's uh again it's three ninety seven and um uh it, it promises eight weeks and again I'm at your service the whole time. Like you you owe me until this program is over because my commitment is that you get it. Like really get it because you know one of the things is you might meet some guys and you know it don't work out but you treated them great so you'd actually be taking care of other women paying it forward because most guys by the time they're thirty man we got our teeth kicked in so many ways from Sunday it ain't even funny so that's a lot of the reason why you know we're um, you know the way we you you see us sometimes be um, but I want to let you know I want to leave you all with this this last piece here which is you know, how men, like how men qualify women, what our unconscious checklist is. And it, it may seem like it's in order, but it's not really. Um, so the first one you all already know is sex. You know, if y'all sexy, is the sex going to be good? That's one of the ways we qualify you. Next, <laughs> attention, right? Listen, you know, it's funny because, you know, women don't know that different Vaginas feel different to guys. <laughs> you know, like it's not one size fits all. I swear to God, it really isn't. This, there's no, you know, penis is one size fits all. There's no vagina that's one size fits all. So, you know, most guys don't know this, but some of them do. But even then, they still want to be like hooked on it. They want to be, right? So they want to be like, I can't resist. And you want them to be like, they can't resist. So, y'all, there's an agreement there. You know, it's a mutual, you know, fundamental agreement, right? Uh, but sex is one of the ways men qualify women. Attention is another one. Key. How much attention you give us. What kind of attention you give us. We love to have your attention 
we're not going to ask for it, though. But if we don't get it, then we, you know, or we don't get the right kind of attention, which I'm going to go to is another one. But we, we love attention. Like, it's important. The way you look at us, that shiny eye thing I talked about before, that's like, um, I don't know how, what kind of narcotic that makes you as high as that, but it's like probably better than that, right? And then there's acceptance. Being accepted is like telling us we're your hero. It's, it's the closest thing to saying you're my hero is by accepting him unconditionally. Fourth thing is attractiveness, which is not the same thing as um, prettiness. So a guy mostly wants to see somebody that they like looking at in the morning, and it don't have to be, you know, Halle Berry or um, what's this woman's name, um, um, the Russian chick that, that was just in, uh, who played Lucy. What's her name? When they play Lucy, the blonde, y'all know Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I think she's gorgeous, right? But, you know, guys don't necessarily need that. They will acknowledge that. We're, we're connoisseurs of beauty. But we want somebody that we like looking at in the morning, no matter what they look like. No makeup, hair messed up. We still like looking at you. That's what we like, right? Um, attractiveness. So we all have, we each have our own special definition of attractiveness. And it's not necessarily classic beauty. And then um, the the next two things are key because I don't think y'all understand this, these next two things at all. And this is where a lot of the times you might have a great guy and then you, you don't know how you sabotage it. So the fifth of the six things is the emotionally safe space. The only thing we need is safety and uh, security from y'all is to be emotionally safe. And what that looks like is we're not anticipating any emotional outbursts or moodiness that makes us pay and you just take out and vomit all over us. We can't handle that. We don't know what to do with that. And we, we know we can't leave and we know we can't stay. So we don't know what to do with that. And so the less you can have emotional outbursts, the more you can actually manage your emotions and remember what you're committed to around the relationship, the more likely he's going to want you to be around, to stay around. Um, so you want to be in an emotionally safe space. I talk about that a lot in the program. And then the last thing is he wants to be treated the way he wants to be treated. So he needs you to learn how he needs to be treated. And if you treat all men the same, you ain't going to keep no man around. So you got to understand that, you know, when we, we, we look at, top of wedding cakes and we see you know the bride and the groom on the top of the wedding cake the brides have all these different dresses the guys always look the same (laughs) there's a level of being easily being replaced that we have a relationship to that's like all men are the same y'all it seems to to us y'all think all men are the same so if you can't identify what this particular man wants and needs, what works best for him and makes him excited, then you're probably going to lose him at some point. You know, there's a, there's a saying, the golden rule, right? Do unto others as you want to be done unto you. Well, if you treat him like a girl, it's going to be hard for him to be around because he ain't one. So you got to understand what it's like for him, what he needs and wants. And he will tell you directly because we don't know how to be indirect. Heck, we don't even know what y'all thinking, so we're like, uh, I, I really meant that. What I just said, really, <laughs> please listen, right? And so, um, and we know if, we, if you're annoyed with us, we need to get out of the way. But 
if you can understand these six things, it'll be great for you to be with whoever you want. And then it's, then it's just a matter of being able to use your checklist filter system, which I'll help you create on your own, so that you can um, identify and keep the man of your dreams and build the relationship of your dreams. So last thing I'm going to say, I was going to say it again, six things that men uh, unconsciously use as a checklist qualifier for y'all because we don't have a checklist we just we just react to these six things which is sex attention acceptance attractiveness an emotionally safe space and being treated the way they want to be treated and if you can master those things there's some other stuff around it you're way ahead of the game with every single man around even the ones you're not having sex with okay so <laughs> um um that's what I got for now. I mean, I could be talking for the next two hours, but I'm not going to. Uh, I just want to see if I get any feedback from y'all about what you heard, what you, what's going on, what you, what, you know, like, just want to hear from you what you got out of this call. And... Oh, I got, um... You got, uh... You didn't finish the sentence. I don't know if you got dropped off or what happened, but I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I what I got. Well, thanks, Tony, for bringing some things to my our attention. But what I got is that that there are ways that I have to be in order to get and understand men better, and not, you know, put it all kind of like on them to try to figure me out. But, but like, um. Some, some ways of being that I can look at to have a, the relationship that I want. Can you repeat the six things, though? Because I, uh, never mind, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll call in again and, and uh, listen to the recording. But, yeah, those were the six things was very, because I, I know for me, I I, I kind of have it all made up about what men want. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 I'm, and I'm not those things. <laughs> Got it. I'm not gonna Yeah, totally got it, totally got it. So um what was I gonna say? Men so so in my observation, women have a greater capacity to understand men fully than the other way around. It's just that y'all are impatient in trying to understand because if you don't get the answer quick enough, it's a problem. But but we're so direct that if you just took what we said at face value most of the time, assuming that you're not dealing with a guy who's a liar or who's scared to tell you what he wants because he got beat up by you too many times, then you he'll make it easy for you to figure it out. Matter of fact, guys don't have a problem with you being able to predict their emotions and figure them out. You know, they don't because just like playing a game, as long as you know the rules, you know how to win. So we don't have a problem with whether you know what it takes to win with us. But so y'all have the capacity because we're more direct. We're not as complicated as y'all. We don't have to deal with the ener- different energy levels that y'all deal with and your relationship moods and, and the way language, the connection that y'all have that you need to speak until you until your words match your feelings. We don't, we don't have those type of things that we got to do. We we just direct. This is what we want. We've, we're not. We, we're simple, but we're not uncomplicated. I'm not going to say we're, we're not complicated, but we're direct and, and, and we want to be make it easy for you. You're not trying to make it harder. So if you can be patient with us 
and um, tell us how to win, that's a lot of the battle right there. And we will let you know what you need to know to work with us if you really want to work with us rather than just punish us and beat us up because you're mad at us again. So that's what I got. Again, you know, my number is 347-409-3500. I think everybody's got it anyhow. If you want to, you know, start the program next week, I'll, I'll, have, a, I'll have a new number. Um, so you're going to need to contact me and pay before the program starts. Um, but the PayPal uh, email address is pvwh1005 at Yahoo. Yahoo, right? Um, Sylvia worst hard at his store at Yahoo. That's what that is, okay? Um, I'm declaring this call complete, and if anybody wants to stay on the call or talk when I turn off the recording, uh, I'd be happy to stay on and answer any uh, further questions or comments or whatever, okay? So, um, mm-hmm. all right, ladies? Okay. Thank you. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.